Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Lads, my my charger just unplugged, and I'm plugging it back in, and it won't charge. So <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance. Is has has Beyonce just played in your house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they a legitimate like? My name is Hugh and am I am I joined by my co-host Will? I, I don't really know, Will. Not today, you idiot. You're joined by your producer, Will. What? Pay heed, pay homage. What does it take the knee? No, that we're taking that out. Uh... <laughs> What is it? They do in Game of Thrones? They do. Uh, they bend pay the homage. Knee. Bend the knee. They bend the knee. Yes. They t- take a knee is like a football. Yeah. Term. You've gone straight to football. Um, what did you do? Did you kill Anya and Michael? Yep, I've taken them down because it was my turn. It was my time to shine. They were only holding me back. Mm. Either that, or Anya has had severe internet issues. And, a sea bag uh, Montefiore always pays his debts. Exactly. It's down to me now. It's down to me. So I'd like to officially welcome the listener to a legitimate likes after your unofficial welcome and then officially welcome our guests incredibly today, Anton Deck. Hi, Anton Deck. Oh, no. Uh, there's nobody standing to my side, so I don't know which one I am. I could be both. I could be neither. And um, the big scary thing that just happened for me is I always assumed that Hugh's bit at the start was pre-recorded. So to see that in real time was just a little bit a little bit weird and um, mm-hmm. but no thanks uh thanks for having me on um i'm not from uh newcastle uh, i've never been shot with a paintball in the face and um, that's that's pretty much all i know about anton deck i've never been in a jungle didn't one of them um, get a drink what, driving yeah what, pack, what, what, are we, what podcast is this again <laughs> um deck who, who are you i'm sorry i've got very overexcited and confused i'm also like frantically googling things because we found out maybe five minutes ago real mm. time 
that Anya can't make it. So I'm trying to be a producer. And all the time when I make fun of the producers, I'm like, what a stupid job. And then as soon as I get put in the driving seat or even the passenger seat, I panic. If you are in the passenger seat, please move to the driver's seat. Don't try and work I've it from there. I've heard that before. <laughs> Wake up. All that. Yeah, so I, I don't really know what else to, to say about me. I used to sleep on Hugh's floor. Yeah, before I knew you. Yeah, before before Hugh knew me, which which sounds weird, but we let the listeners work that one out. Yeah. We text in your answers, like what's the connection here? Uh, the other connection is uh, Anya and I are from the same part of the country, so maybe we couldn't have more than one on at any given time. We're That's part true. Of it, and kind of North Kildare and Mafia, which is key. But uh, Hugh and I um, have spent many, many hours watching obscure sports, mm-hmm. talking about obscure sports, wondering about Novak Djokovic. I feel like in the long run, we were right about him. Listen, He's terrible. Yeah, He's we never we called that 10 years ago. Yeah, there's, no, there's not going to be a, a, Nog- a Novak Djokovic episode, really, is there? No. Um, I think that's pretty much a slam dunk. I actually have found a new obscure sport deck. Um, I, before coming on to this podcast, I was watching Three Cushion Billiards. Oh, co- I mean, this isn't going to make the edit, but but it's it's <laughs> so billiards. As some some people will know that true billiards, there are no pockets, and it's all about there are only three balls on the table. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I mean, it's got very Game of Thrones, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because Anya's yeah. just Sorry. joined. Anya Targaryen has just I flown think, in I think here we need this. on a Zoom this, this dragon. Would be a good, this will be a good chance just to start over. Hi, Anya. To start, how dare you? I'm so sorry, Anya, but shut the heck up, deck. Start. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like we, we were the three cushions. We were the three balls. And now we've got an extra ball or an extra cushion, and that's it's just it's ruins that the metaphor. Brings us nicely it ruins the story. Game. Ball or cushion? Is Anya here or is she? Who knows? Her name is here. <laughs> um, but I don't. Know. In the meantime, what should we talk? Should we just? I don't know how to manage this. This is, <laughs> this is... Do you know what we could do. I could, I could do a little like an interim quiz that I've mm. just created. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Would you like yeah. to do a player game? The first Absolutely. game on the podcast? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Hugh uh, and Deck, maybe, I'd like you to come up with a, a musical sting for the brand new game I just invented Soup or Bowl. <laughs> Soup or Bowl. Welcome back to another episode of Soup or Bowl from the people who brought you um, fun or pun. Uh, tune in next week for that. God fucking hell, what is wrong with me today? This game, be here soon. You've had no soup. This game I is called is, is Soup or Bowl, right? So mm. I'm going to say the name of something and you have, to, you have to tell me, is it a soup or is it a bowl? Love it. So yeah, basically, when Anya wasn't here, I searched obscure soups and bowl <laughs> names, <laughs> and I've put them in a little list, and I've only got there's only four. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Kiburu soup or bowl? That's a that's a bowl. It's definitely a bowl. I was gonna go soup. Oh, then. What what kind of bowl do you think it is, Deck? Yeah. This is I think this it's is podcast. I would say it's right I would here. say it's a Japanese bowl. Okay, I think it's a Japanese yeah. soup. <laughs> <laughs> Are we being racist? I think this is just... This has to be cut. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) A kaburu, soup or bowl? Lads, I'll be honest. It's a 50-50 guess. Just just have a guess. Soup or bowl? I think we're just going against each other, Will. Oh, yeah, this is head-to-head. Okay, you're against each other. It is... It is a soup. Do you want to know what it is? Is it from Japan? 
Uh, no, it's from the... Um, oh, well, I don't actually know because my geography is so bad. <laughs> it's uh, The soup originates from the people of the Chaga tribe but at the base of Mount Kilimanjaro. That's not Japan. No. Okay. <laughs> Namibia, right? Uh, Tanzania, Tanzania, I think. I didn't um. study geography. I got kicked out of geography for making a joke. Uh, the main two ingredients of the soup are bananas and coffee. Um, uh, final that, question. That's not soup. That's not. That's something my son does. Like that's not <laughs> soup. That's not okay. Uh, final final round of soup or bowl. Menudo soup or bowl. It's got menu in the title, which is confusing. Um, oh, I should have put one I've made up in there. Shit. Now would he would he give us two soups? You see, I think give us I a think soup we'll, and a bowl, think, or is he trying to trick us? He's given us a second soup. He's a renegade. I think it's two soups. I think it's two soups. Because he's been attracted to what the ingredients of the soup are, because that's where his weird mind has gone. So what are the ingredients of this weird soup, Will? Oh, he's absolutely rumbled me there. Immediate <laughs> psychological profile. Well done. Uh, it's a stomach sauce soup. Ah, of whose stomach? But isn't every every soup is a stomach sauce? (laughs) That's the point. You've got. Do you know? Take it. Take it to the people of Mexico, mate. I can't. It's a Mexican dish. You have to talk to them about everything being stomach soup. Mm, Okay. Right. Well, we've had a great time here with me playing soup or bowl. I I think we can all safely say it's not going to make the edit. Onya, how have you been? No. Hi. Can you guys? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you. That was. 34 of the most stressful minutes of my life. Uh, Uh, You're telling me, mate. (laughs) Well, wait till you see what we have in store. (laughs) But I logged in and you're talking about stomach soup? I mean, my God. I may have stolen, you know, I may have done a thing that you were planning on doing that I didn't know. This is probably you were going to plan on doing this. It was a game called Soup or Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, I heard the end of it. Oh, okay. I I was like, did they... What it must be like is, to be honest, I, I wasn't back in my classroom in time after lunch the other day. And then I got to the door of the classroom and I heard just a raucous singing and chanting, marching. There were chairs being thrown around. I was just like, I'm not going back in there. And I feel that's kind of what you came back to here as well. You know, just something that's gone too far. I was like, "There's no place for me here." They've they've gone on to build a new world, a new oh, life. There's, there's, there, there are, there's such a place for you here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> onion, soup, soup or bowl, Athena yeah. oatmeal. Oh, well, so what is it? It's either a soup or a bowl. Yeah, it's I a complicated mean, premise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, that together. sounds like a bowl. Oh, ten out of ten. It's a bowl available at John Lewis. Oh, oh, like literally a bowl. All right. Um, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not like a metaphorical question. I didn't know. It's spiritually a bowl. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, what stage are you at? Oh, I, in a dreadful state. A state okay. of unrest. Okay, yeah. well, will we cr- we'll crack on to the, the quiz. I mean, Jack, I know, I know you've listened to the pod. Um, dare I say it, maybe Wait. even a fan. What? Should we have, should we have like, Anya explain... What happened in case none of that shit is helpful, what we said? Yeah, I mean... I, I you mean, should we do a second take for the crack? You want me to explain my computer problems? <laughs> yeah. I that don't know. Great. I just turned it on again and off again until it worked. But for, for 10 minutes, it was just a solid block, like a brick. Mm. A, flicker, a flickering brick. All right, I mean... I need to lie down. I, I didn't think it was going to be ex- an exciting story, but you didn't have to say it's such a... Such a bored tone. <laughs> well, uh, I not to let people behind the scenes, but Michael was meant to produce tonight. It's, it's, it's and I, I'm not long off a plane. Michael was meant to do this. I, I, I think he didn't want to talk about sports. Mm. Mm. Um, but but here we are. So yeah, if the listeners are interested. Uh, there was an issue with my laptop, but I'm here now. 
And what is this episode about, Anya? Because while we got so near a, it... Am I passing over the producer's mantle? Yeah, is that yeah. we'll, I'll just, I'll just we'll, take that backpack. Well. Thank you, thank you for, for that. Leave, leave, your, uh, leave your CV at the desk on the way out. And, yeah, thank uh, you. We'll we're be not in touch. Um, we're <laughs> talking about the Super Bowl, which is an interesting one for me because I know very little about it. So I'm very much... I'm here to learn. Mm. And... Um, I've, I've, I've done a little bit of research, but to be honest, it's it's overwhelming. It's absolutely overwhelming stuff. So uh, Overwhelming? Yeah. Well, but I'm coming from a place of uh, my entire Super Bowl knowledge is Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction. And th- that's that's, that's yeah. the only yeah. little scrap of knowledge but we, should, we, we, we should start off by saying that Justin Timberlake is not a legitimate like. We're just going to go, we're going to crash through a couple of things over the course of the episode. He's definitely gone. Like, he's done. Her wardrobe did not malfunction. Justin nah, Timberlake just malfunctioned person, her yeah. wardrobe. <laughs> and yeah. also, there was no wardrobe on stage. Like, he got her boob out. Like, a, yeah. a wardrobe malfunction is a very, a very Wardrobe strange... malfunction is, the, is, is that fight in the end of Beauty and the Beast where the wardrobe... <laughs> murders a person <laughs> that's a wardrobe malfunction yeah no very much well well, well said guys um so jack what we usually do is you guys are all on a on a team together and um i i'm a bit concerned these questions are too easy if you're a big super bowl fan but we'll get amongst us and we'll see we'll see we'll yeah. see okay so what do indiana jones tony bennett and the miami sound machine all have in common hat sorry I don't know. I just thought it'd be that's fun really good. to answer I mean, as quickly. I, mean, I was going to say, if the questions were easy, we should just get Will to answer them. But yeah. I mean, I have uh, no idea what this none is. None of them like snakes. Will is going with all the yeah, answers well, I was yeah. going to go. I mean, no, these are good. These are good. Um, Indiana Jones is chased by a really big ball. I mean, is that is is it kind of like a? <laughs> I'll be honest. That's I didn't true. listen to uh, the other two names because I. I didn't either. Indiana One of them Jones. was Miami something something, to- to- something something. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yeah. Don't know who that great, is. Yeah. great yeah. Italian American singer. Yeah. In- okay. Indiana Crooner. Jones. And who? What is Indiana the Miami Jones. sound machine? What is the Miami sound machine? The Miami is sound this machine? some electronic music? <laughs> I, I have no <laughs> idea what it is actually. Only I, you are I, in the minority. I mean, yeah. No. I mean. You, the average age on this podcast has gone up now since I've joined it. So like, this is I don't know where you're going here. Um, the, I would I, the, I'd make an educated guess. This might be halftime shows, but like Indiana Jones is a fictional character. He's not does, a person. Does you just not understand the name of a guitar and she calls it a Miami music machine or something? No, the Miami, the Miami sound machine guys are a 1970s. I think they were Cuban like music, and they were or they, they were. Sorry, Gloria Estefan was their was their front woman. Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, I've heard I of like her. Ta- I feel like I'm oh. talking to three aliens. I just, I, I don't think anybody has ever said the sentence Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine and immediately felt like they needed to add that last yeah. bit on. <laughs> In case you to differentiate her from other Gloria Estefans. Yeah. <laughs> and also, let's not pretend you didn't just find them on a Wikipedia page and now we're acting indignant that we don't know who we they are. We all 100% know who the Miami Sound Machine are. Look, look, no, we this don't. Is, and this is not the podcast for anyone who's still listening. Uh, it's not the <laughs> Miami so, did Indiana Jones do a halftime show? Um, maybe. Can um, they all recognise the Holy Grail when presented with a? Do they know that Jehovah is spelled with an I? Yeah. I think yeah. The did they all choose wisely? We we don't Do they know. All have like we don't a fourth know. Fourth sequel that's really bad. Tony Tony Bennett has has had an awful lot of wives. I think. Um, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you continue that thought? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where. You're... So 
we will I tell you. So yeah. in, yeah. in 1995, they all performed at the halftime show. Now again, um, yeah. Indiana Jones isn't real. Yeah, Indiana Jones a played a, the guitar. He, he did a really beautiful song. Um, so this was, I think, unless it was the dog. The dog's name is Indiana. Oh, yeah. So the halftime show in 1995 was titled Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. And this was a Disney venture to promote uh, the Indiana Jones ride that was opening at Disneyland that year. I, I was on that, yeah. And I didn't remember being on I thought, I thought you meant on the halftime show. I was like, Jack, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know. I'm so glad we got you on. Uh, and but weird show, that you didn't know the answer. The show <laughs> featured actors. I was on a lot of drugs at 12. <laughs> The show featured actor, actors playing Indiana Jones and his girlfriend, and they were raiding the Vince Lombardi Lombardi, yeah, yeah. Lombardi a good trophy start. from the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, and it featured performances by Tony Bennett, Patti LaBelle, at the Miami Sound Machine. And the show ended with everybody singing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" from the That Lighting. sounds so <laughs> bad. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds exactly like a Super Bowl halftime show, though. Like it probably cost 160 million. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it sound like I'm describing a dream I had, though? And then Can you please sing a Miami Sound Machine song? Can I play you one? Sing, sing us one, one there. Well, the rhythm is gonna get you. Sing, us, <laughs> sing it there for us. I'm, Give us I'm a not, I, I, d- Sing it in a Geordie accent. Um. I love that that's how she she then considered it. Uh, you can get people to do anything if you, if you get them with the Jordy accent. accent. The South Shield sound machine. Anyway. Um, that was a good first question. Thank you. Uh, do we want to play Super Bowl again? Okay. Uh, can anyone name, I'll take any two of the halftime acts for this year's Super Bowl. This year? Oh, uh, I mean, I have heard it. Um, I don't know actually this... last year was the weekend which was terrible he was like running around inside a staircase yeah he was, was in confusing. the stands I think wasn't he yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't great it's so, in LA it's really this year they sometimes um... in the oh, so oh no Dr. Dre stadium. Dr. Dre is going to be there okay oh really yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Dr. Dr. E I forgot about Dre <laughs> <laughs> I very nearly spat tea all over my laptop that's then. very that was good genuine worry yeah we're here all week uh, is Snoop on more. it? Is Snoop on it? Yeah. Cardi B? No, no, you're right. Are we going to put somebody young with no. Dr. Dre? So we've got Dr. Dre. We've got Snoop. Intern Dre. We uh, have junior Dr. Dre. Eminem. Oh, wow. And we have Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar, and I believe they are all local. To, it's in SoFi Stadium. It's in LA, LA yeah, the Kendrick new stadium. Kendrick Lamar is going to do one. That's mm. cool. Yeah. That is cool. And they, they had this big, uh, very extensive cinematic trailer, I think, uh, where they're all answering Dr. Dre's call to come to the stadium and do the halftime show. Right. Oh, spoilers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have you, have you seen a sneak preview? Yeah. Were you brought well, in on the production How connected are you on? Well, is that why you were late? My, my press pass. Yeah, I'm actually coming in... <laughs> From LA for this. Mm. Um, when I that was the off flight. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this has really taken off for me in a big way. Not so much for you guys, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, we were just sitting here waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then our, our last one: Who won the Super Bowl the year of the infamous wardrobe malfunction? Malfunction. Oh, we all did. Ooh. Can you tell us what year it was? Would that be cheating? Uh, I don't know. Actually. I don't know what year that was. Twenty twelve. Was it twenty twelve? No, it's earlier than that. It's earlier. Sometime I mean, in the like, noughties. Like statistically, <laughs> statistically it was the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it probably was one of those. Was it a mid two thousands 
So if it wasn't the Patriots, it'd be like the Steelers. Patriots or the Steelers? Yeah. It was 2004, first February 2004. Well, then that, that's a Patriots year, isn't it? You're dead right, though. It is the Patriots. Okay. And good. can you tell me who they played in the game? Yes. The Rams? No, the, they played the Rams, the Rams in a one. No, I think they oh, yeah. played. It was either the Panthers or the Eagles. I think it was the Panthers. Oh, he's got it. Very nice. Oh, well well done. Well uh, so I did try to come up with some more adventure questions, but honestly, it just got very, very difficult um, it, because it's so boring. <laughs> what's what's so boring? The, the you said you came here to learn. I did, okay. but you know. Uh, so uh, I, I think I know which way two of you are going, but do you want to set out your opening statements and do you want to let Deck go last or is it going to be a Deck sandwich? Ooh. Deck, why <laughs> don't you go first as, as our guest? Oh, on the spot. Um, my opening position is that I will be watching the Super Bowl. I do enjoy it. Um, and I'm glad to hear only you think it's boring. Because I think, I think everybody should watch the Super Bowl, even once, just to enjoy how ridiculous it actually is. I think it's a spectacle. I think it's like the Olympics crossed with professional wrestling and drag race. Like, I think it's wild. And everyone should watch it, even if it's sometimes completely terrible. But I've done a little bit of thinking better over the last day. I'm like... Professional football in the States is definitely terrible, right? It's definitely a problematic like, and we'll get into all of that. But like, watch the Super Bowl and feel a bit bad about it because that's pretty much culture these days, right? That's my opening okay. position. Interesting because pretty bleak. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, uh, yeah, I'm a big American football fan, which means Deck has now just really judged me pretty harshly, I feel. <laughs> Big American football fan for, I would say, about 12 years. I got into it very quickly. Um, and, However, one of the problems with the Super Bowl, as we'll get to, is that it's it's on very late. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really... Oh no, Anya, you laugh now. But when I tell you when it starts and when it finishes, it's always starting at 11pm. That's when the game kicks off. And I have to be in school the next day. Even for the Americans. <laughs> no, not no, not for the Americans. They don't have fairness. universal time for the No, Super I thought Bowl. you were saying I mean, it's they're pretty powerful, but they haven't controlled the song. No, yet. no, Anya. In fairness, it's it doesn't kick off then, so it's it's a three o'clock kickoff for them. But you see, the problem is most of the time American football. I actually think it's very accessible. One of the reasons it's become so popular in the UK and in Ireland is because it's on on a Sunday evening, and there's it's games like six in the evening. There's games yeah. at six o'clock, and there's games at yeah. nine o'clock, and there's a couple of games at half one in the morning, but you don't worry about them. But then suddenly it gets tomorrow, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you realise, I have to stay up till 11 o'clock. And then there's going to be an hour-long nonsense show in the middle of it. Which, for some people, may be the best part. But I, I always think I always thought that was part of the excitement. Like, when we were kids, right? So, I've, I've only started watching the Super Bowl probably in the last 10 years properly. Uh, and on and off before that. But, like, staying up late to watch sport was kind of exciting. Like, mm. staying up to watch the end of the Masters when you're falling asleep. And yeah. somebody's putting a green jacket on in a fake cabin. Yeah. Like, that was cool. And like, not to make this to professional wrestling podcast because we'll do that another time. But the same kind of thing of staying up late to watch some like stupidly loud American nonsense is part of the fun. You know, yeah. like it, it would be weird <laughs> to do it at two o'clock in the afternoon because like you're meant to have beers and nachos and it's you're meant to be kind of exhausted. Anyway, listen, we're getting into too much discussion. Will, what's your informed opinion on the Super Bowl? Oh, it's a pile of garbage. It's a stupid pile of garbage. It costs too much money. Uh, it's on way too late at night. I don't like it. I had some friends. It costs too much. Mo- cost you too much money. No, cost. Did the- someone make you pay for the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Is that- I thought it was like jury service. That was a Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you get an email from a? 
a person telling that they'd lost their money and they needed you to pay yeah, for the Super yeah, Bowl yeah. for them. His name was like Randy <laughs> uh, Randy McFootball, and he was like, "You need to click this link." Which I mean, my I'm computer pretty, hasn't been working. I'm so pretty much. sure Randy McFootball is a kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. So <laughs> that's what he said. Speaking of uh, getting scammed, I actually sent this to Hugh earlier today. I got a, a scam email uh, where somebody was looking for me, a handsome man. Uh, but their 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 big sort of USP was, I'm looking for somebody to go to a party with me. There is free food and all that stuff. I can all that stuff. Yeah, but free food. I mean, they they absolutely had me. There's uh, no way you like, weren't tempted. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Even though they said people get a bit wild, but you don't have to go to the after party if you don't want to. A suit. Oh, I mean, a suit, a suit is required. A black one. That's definitely written by a robot, you know, like people like food. There are food yeah. and all that Do you think it's a people funeral? People are so wild. It says a black suit. Do you think it's a funeral? Maybe it's a real email. Maybe this is for RIP.ie and I have <laughs> misunderstood what is happening yeah. here. Uh, yeah. But I don't know anyone called Gemstone. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Will, have you ever watched any American football? Can I ask? Like, uh, I used to play Madden, the video game, a lot. Okay. Because you don't have to stop and do any adverts in that. I've never I'm, really watched it. I'm genuinely surprised you didn't have to stop and do ads in the middle of Madden. I'd have thought yeah. the NFL would have got you on that. Um, I, I used to play it a bit at school until it got banned. Because they banned rugby. We weren't allowed to play rugby. So we just started playing American football. And then they realized how violent that was. And we weren't wearing any padding. So they were like, oh, you obviously can't do that either. Mm. Interesting. But you've never watched. you've never watched the pros, I suppose, no? No, well, I'd looked in the mirror a couple of times, but otherwise, no. So, Will, can you describe what your understanding of the Super Bowl is uh, for the rest of us? All your friends at uni go to a house and they drink and watch it all night and then you don't go to any of them and then gradually over the years you drift apart, but they stay friends. <laughs> okay, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's sort of my thing. That's sort of a big regret of mine. I, I think it's a big old... Big old American show. I feel like it's. I didn't think it started at eleven p.m. I thought it started at like two in the morning, and you'd be up to like five. And um, well, you are up till five. It just starts at eleven p.m. <laughs> Wait, so it's longer than cricket? Oh, it's. It can be. Yeah, it goes on a long time. I mean, and it would probably ends around between three and four. I mean, like I'm giving nothing away to say that I have fallen asleep during the Super Bowl and woken up to the end of the Super Bowl, mm. seeing people holding a trophy. I'm like, oh. Uh, and how how many of these hours how how many minutes are actually gameplay do you know uh, 60 minutes um, plus maybe a bit of overtime are you joking so normally mm-hmm. a normal American football game you have 60 minutes of play which takes place mm-hmm. over about three and a quarter hours oh my god no it's funny though because people always say this and yet if you look at a rugby match which is 80 minutes the ball's only in play for 30 minutes of that as well you know so like this is true to a lot of sports I feel yeah but Janet um, Jackson doesn't take her top off in the middle of it more is the pity Justin Timberlake doesn't take her top off in the middle of it no <laughs> my um, she uh, yeah it's it's no, it is a long game, and which is something that I think it gets a lot of criticism for, but yeah, from people who don't watch it, and I don't have a problem yeah. with someone obviously not being interested in it, but I feel if, like, if you're not into it, of course every part of it is boring, whereas if you're interested in the game, like, don't get me wrong, I prefer a few fewer ads, but like, you don't really notice it that much. 
And also, the NFL are very good at creating products for you to watch. So there is a program called... Now, this isn't the Super Bowl, I appreciate. There's more American football. There's a program called Red Zone, which runs for seven hours every Sunday night with no ads and constant football, which just goes from game to game to game to game to game. That feels like like cocaine in your eyeballs. Sounds like a level of hell. Yeah, no, that's heavy going. But, like... The thing I'd say about the long sitting in front of the TV bit is like Hugh's right. So like I know plenty of people who'll sit down um, over the coming weekends to watch six hours of rugby for the Six Nations. And the last day of the Six Nations goes on for about nine hours. But I think if you make an occasion out of it, you can really enjoy it. Like Mm. we watched, I would say, 10 hours of swimming in the Olympics here. And I'm pretty sure everybody did a little bit of that. Everybody sits down and watches nine straight hours of judo and kickboxing and gymnastics and stuff that you wouldn't watch any other time over the course of four years because the Olympics is cool and it's interesting and it's people doing really impressive and stuff. And at the end of it, you're an and expert a bit of pageantry. Well. You've suddenly become yeah, an expert and you, on and you diving. You don't have to know anything no. about it. Like It's really just like, I'm just going to figure out and pick one of these extremely small muscular people who I'm going to cheer for. I'm going to boo the others who will presumably be Russians, you know. Um, it's amazing that that's your school. description of like defending it and that just maybe hate the Olympics. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I don't want to watch that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> well, what was the Olympics to you before that, Will? Was it something wonderful and pure? <laughs> uh, well, again, do you know what? Similarly to the a load, Bowl, a load of drug thing, addicts showing up my and friends got each together other. and watched. I didn't join in. <laughs> now I have fewer friends. One, yeah, I feel then. I feel you'd enjoy oh, the, no. the the pageantry of the Super Bowl. Have you ever engaged with it? Uh, I've said this before, Hugh. I'm terrible for this. I I'll I'll rag on something and then I'd watch it and become an enormous fan of it. So yeah. I I would I enjoy going to a party to watch it? Probably. It sounds like a lot of fun. Would I enjoy going to a game? Probably. But I don't. You know, if I never saw it in my life, I I don't really care. So okay, living or dead. Who is living, who's, please? Who's the fan? Who's the fantasy? It's like poppadoms are bread on the yeah. yeah anything. <laughs> uh, what is your fantasy halftime show? I'd like to see. I'd like to see um, an English slash Irish sketch group called Just These, please, as the halftime show. Um, oh yeah. Partly because I'd love I to want go to down badly Will for a whole his group, but also because <laughs> I genuinely would love to see what a Super Bowl audience would make of like a very charming and clever sketch comedy show. <laughs> that would be so funny. If if it would just like when you have the money in that platform, yeah. just be like, shall we just like go to an open mic night and find a band and just yeah. chuck them on and see what happens? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like maybe that's what they need to do is do something a bit different and something a bit weird, you know? Like, yeah. um, I was listening to the, the musicals episode before. Like, what if they just had like, and I'm surprised this hasn't happened, have like a Hamilton halftime mm. show oh, yeah. to the Super Bowl. That would be incredible. Kind of like something off the wall. See, like, it is surprising. That, well, actually, I say it's surprising, but then the NFL is a funny old organization. So maybe it's yeah. not. I, I like I like a good a, a good big show. Somebody puts on a good show. So like the Beyonce show was was very very good. And I think I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan. So I'm interested to see. What, I think you might have a too many cooks thing though. Literally having mm. all of these famous guys on the same same time. Mm. A bit of childish Gambino. Mm. And if you think of like oh, this is America, yeah. like somebody who's got good production values is kind oh, of who you want to have a run at the stage. Cool. I think would be kind of cool. I will say. Or the- also, you could just have 
Colin Kaepernick reading the poems of Maya Angelou, just something kind of <laughs> yeah. like very subversive. Amazing. That would um, be absolutely The amazing. problem with Beyonce was that she actually took all the electricity and then the stadium yeah, went dark for four. So it meant it, it went on even later. Although admittedly, my team, the Baltimore Ravens did win. So I did enjoy it. Do you reckon that there, was, there were people down at the, at the generator, which I imagine is how a big stadium is run. And they were like, wait, this is fine. It's because she's so electric. She's she's taken in all the electricity, and Beyonce's so powerful as a performer. She sucked in the electricity. Do you reckon she's that's some kind of musical Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that the year they kind of all had the little cheerleading outfits? Did I invent that? Were they were like you, they were like? Were uh, you thinking of the cheerleaders? <laughs> no, there there was definitely dancing on police cars. Like it was there was some powerful stuff in it, and there was kind of like. Um, there was like some Malcolm X stuff in it. Like it oh, was wow. fairly borderline for like, as in the, the, the old white dude in the NFL who approved this, didn't know what any of the references were. And then they were like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL does have a problem with young people don't actually like to watch it. So they started putting games on Nickelodeon mm. and during what? the game, they have like animated SpongeBob <laughs> characters no. kind of like, coming across the screen and kind of like they've got like they like gunge players and stuff oh my they, god that's they're so desperately cool. trying to reach out to young people because young people don't I mean, watch you've convinced TV and they don't watch the NFL I, if there was so a... there, is, there is something there that like they are struggling to kind of like break out of uh, you know a very kind of white republican middle class kind of conservative crowd mm. yeah that, you know maybe that's but what the hype show should be but also trying not to alienate that core as well yeah but you guys talked about this a bit on the football episode is like your diehards probably aren't going to go anywhere you know what I mean Mm. but the problem is like when they die who's going to watch this show Um, so there there is something funny about that that like how would you guys bring young people into the Super Bowl then how would you bring them into American football I don't want to bring them in I don't care let it (laughs) but I I think I, I think that's part of the problem it's like so like kids kids don't play it as much parents wouldn't let their kids play it because of like because brain of injuries all the dementia and, yeah and racism yeah and <laughs> even just kind of like the weird capitalist billionaire kind of like bond villain nature of the people who own it like it's 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 bad like what nfl is the bad guy it is yeah. nfl is the bad guys like you need to give more power to the players like again the, the 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 problem with the nfl it's it's a very weird situation it's a completely closed shop you've got 32 teams who own the league so the owners of the teams own the entire league they own everything nothing happens unless they're all in agreement they are all they're not all white um but 29 or 30 are i think possibly <laughs> there's one fan owned team um, but like, they're just like it's a very very conservative set, and yet the players—it's between seventy and eighty percent of the players are black, you know. And yet yeah. there's very few black coaches, very few black general managers, and very few yeah. black people in positions of power, you know, throughout the league. And yet, but I think if you lean into the players, like the players are all—they're kids, you know, like they're twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Mm. They are—they're <laughs> on TikTok. They know what TikTok is, even if I don't, you know. And so. I don't know. I don't know what my answer is, but even saying they know what TikTok is revealed how old you may exactly. be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, that was one thing that struck me. I, I, like last chance you is American football, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how much the administration that how white and conservative it was, and how young and how black the players were. 
yeah. sounds like that a vote for American football is a vote for unfettered capitalism and structural racism. So yeah. choose your sides yeah. carefully, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And it is. can I just ask, so, you know, from the perspective, say, those young players like that you'd see on things like Last Chance U, mm. I mean, is university just a complete side project to the football? Yeah, yeah. so they... they, they for the players yeah so yeah. they have to they do yeah. it's funny because they do have to pass certain things and you know if you watch last chance you miss wagner who's obviously the hero of the show is mm. like trying to get all these kids through but then if you look at someone so another very famous american football player or infamous american football player aaron hernandez who might have watched the amazing documentary on him um he ended up in prison for murder and there's a whole saga about him, but I think I think like I think two of the courses he took in college were bowling and flower arranging, and like I'm not saying there aren't Don't skills get them mixed up, man. in bowling and flower arranging, but like clearly it was like what can we get Aaron to do just so we get him through this. College, but so, so, so I suppose what I'm getting at is what happens to the players who don't make it big, who have possibly had very little formal education despite having gone to university like what happens not much to be fair to them much to be fair to them though like i went to newcastle university and spent very little time doing my degree and lots of time acting and drinking for no money so like i (laughs) i don't know well yeah what do they go on to do very little they come usually from very poor backgrounds and when they're not good enough they get cast aside think of the of the of the hundreds of thousands of kids who play high school football thousands get into college and of those dozens get into the nfl like it is such yeah. a small margin and there's so much even in the nfl then there is so much like there's such a high rate of crime amongst the players mm. like there's so much domestic abuse there's so much gun violence there's so much drug abuse it's horrific you but know? even on the on the lighter side of it, i don't know if any of you have seen true blood um, no. But the main character, Sookie, her brother, Jason, is, I think he... Sorry, the main character in the vampire show's name is Sookie. S-O-O-K-I-E. I know. But I think it's Suki. But they, they say it in a very southern voice. Suki. But her... her, her oh, you, bro- you say it in an Irish accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Her brother Suki. is a is a recent... Gra- he's a former high school football player. Mm. But, I mean, he, What's he's his a, name? He, Bitey. He's, he's a young guy, <laughs> but he's still... Sloki. He's still completely dining. The whole thing is he's completely dining out on this. Uh, dining yeah, out. I know. I know it just writes itself <laughs> on the former <laughs> glories of it. But he's he's not really doing anything with his life. But that seems to be a very common thing in the sport that you totally yeah. peak in high school or college, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, one of the things I had on my, my pros list earlier was that one of the things I liked about it, one of the things that really got me interested in following uh, American football was. When I got a little bit older in my 20s, I realized there was too much football. It's like English football on. I was like, I don't have the time to put into this every week. I can't follow it and I don't care. But like there's less American football, right? When you've got less <laughs> of the experience, yeah. the, the culture around it gets kind of more interesting, right? So there's a lot of really good uh, journalism and sports writing about the NFL because it is so romantic, right? Quarterbacks are kind of like the inheritors of the like the archetype of the cowboy in American kind of like pop culture history. Like they're local heroes that they kind of put a lot on. Oh, wow. More modern players are basically super superheroes rather than cowboys. So there's this shift in the American psyche from like the West to superheroes. And like, so there's a lot of interesting writing and thought put into it. I kind of got into the NFL because the quality of football writing was really good 
and it made you invested in those stories. That, yeah. And it's not it's not the NFL to use my example, which totally torpedoes this, but like I remember like it must have been two thousand and seven, maybe two thousand and eight, uh, sitting at home one day and reading like like ten thousand words in a newspaper about LeBron James, who was just about to be drafted to the NBA. And I was like, this is the most incredible story I've ever heard in my entire life. And I'm now invested in him being the greatest player of all time, which I think he might be. So like one of the reasons I think to get to get interested in the Super Bowl is because it's only once a year, the stories kind of build up to it. And there'll always be some story that you're invested in, whether it's the fact that Tom Brady is 44, that his coaches never won a Super Bowl, that the team is the underdog, like the, the Friday Night Light stuff does come to the fore and that, that can't help go, but get me interested, you know, it kind of gets me hooked in to actually care, you know, it's like watching Simone Biles in the Olympics, it's like watching, you know, Kelly Harrington in the Olympics, like you get behind the story yeah. mm. and then it doesn't matter that I don't know how boxing works, no. right? I never see them hit each other, I don't understand how Simone Biles does the flips she does, I don't understand any of it, I don't really understand most of the rules of the NFL, Yeah. but I'm hooked to the story because mm. that's, that's the American American dream. Okay, here's a game that we love to play legitimate likes. Will. Yeah. Uh, Soup hit... or bowl? No. Oh, okay, sorry. It's, well, kind of. Uh, on three, I want you to give me the name of your uh, NFL franchise team, okay? Oh, at the same time, on three. That sounds like a terrible idea. No, no, we'll do, we'll do Will first. One, two, three. Will, go. The Kentish Town Receders. <laughs> God, that, that hairline really getting in your head at the moment, is it? Yeah, yeah. Using... Yeah, yeah. Using shampoo to try and combat okay, it. It's a, it's a sauce One, bit. two, three. The Malibu Hookliners. <laughs> deck. One, two, three. Uh, the West Virginia problematic nicknames. Oh, very nice. Most of the teams are called that anyway. So. What are what are hookliners? I've no idea. I was They're going to say hookliner sinker. sinker yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say the Malibu Hookers, and I was like, that sounds like an eighties pulp novel. To be honest, Anya, it's Gloria Estefan's backing band. Halfway yeah. through the word, I wasn't sure how it was going to end either. So I'm glad. Anya, three, out. two, one, yours. The Malahide Mongrels. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's Super Bowl night, uh, and you're staying up. What what snack and what beverage are you pairing with your Super Bowl experience? Because obviously that's a big part in America of Super Bowl. Yeah, Sunday. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I'll 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 always get like nachos, like really like mm. loaded on nachos. I think they're good. I feel like if you're not going to get any sleep, you may as well also kind of go for like just unhealthy, stupid food to have at two o'clock in the morning. So nachos. And what I used to try and do is is like pair it with a a beer that might be from the state or the the area that's in it. So maybe a New York beer or a California beer. It's it's tough in other other regions to try and find something like Tesco. Yeah, it is is a bit of fun. The problem now, like I've kind of stopped drinking. So it's kind of like trying to find a non-alcoholic beer from... West Virginia is less less possible. Uh, yeah, no, the nacho, nachos are so so reliable. Q, what are you? I mean, you're probably having water and a piece of stale bread or something. <laughs> Why would it be stale? I've never I've never let a piece of bread go stale in my life. Okay, um, a piece of fresh bread. I, I mean, that sounds delicious, and it's what I'm going to have when this podcast ends. <laughs> but uh, no, so I often go to my friend Dan's house. Shout out to Dan. And um, Dan will usually supply uh, an enormous uh, quantity of sort of chips and popcorn and crisps and things like that. Um, There might be, I'll usually just bring my weight in uh, Cadbury's chocolate buttons and we get through the night on that, you know. Wow. 
That's, yeah. God, it's just when men were men, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, Will, what's your... Oh, uh, what's your... stupid. Like, I, I don't mean to take a boring <laughs> oh, this sort of Michael back. stance, but it's like... <laughs> It's like, oh, we're having some crisps and, and dips, but it's for the... I, there's something about snacks uh, at Super Bowl events that frustrate me, because everyone, everyone talks about them. Something at snacks at these events you haven't yeah, been at. Because I mean, I'm very confused I shouldn't now. know about the snacks that you've had at an event I haven't been to. I think that's a fair thing to say, <laughs> and I always know that they've had, they've had cheeselets and some twiglets, and we dipped it in the cheese. It was so fun. I don't like it. I'd probably go for some arancini and, like, a stew because that'd be delicious but i know i know we're going off topic but what do you like people to tell you about like what are people allowed to talk to you oh, about? okay things they've seen me in um my <laughs> family and uh things they'd like to see me in yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. sort of what i would be <laughs> that's what i'm in most of my friendships for i wonder why i mean i feel there will have to be an episode on snacks and we've just got a preview I of where will's going love hearing about people's snacks yeah, I like it. I like it's an idea. Like, oh, yeah. we, made, we made a cheese dip. Why? Well, I'll tell you. But I, <laughs> to, I would. Have I mean, to dip things. Will in that's very sense. Michael. No, it is. I know. So snack wise, okay. Will was a Grinch. Okay, we've. we've, uh, we've to be honest, I'll, I'll be uh, full disclosure. I I wanted to have something to say because I have no opinion about the Super Bowl. So I thought I'd be anti snacks, and as soon as I tried to like. Go down that God, line of Will, questioning. I Will, for I someone like who's got no opinion about it, you've been pretty mouthy about it all the same, though. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> That's a sweet so. spot, though, isn't it? Oh, I've got one thing to say about the Super Bowl. I once yeah. auditioned for a commercial that was going to be in what? the middle of the Super Bowl. And no. I, I don't think I can name the company, but I think, like, because Super Bowl commercials in the middle, right? They're, like, like the biggest, most expensive slot on TV. Yeah, we should have talked more about um, that. I think yeah. it's... Is it is it 5 million for 30 seconds or something like that? I think it's... It's 166,000 a second. That could a be second, right. is it? Jeez. Okay. Yeah, something, something mad. So that would, yeah. that would be 5 for 30, well, I yeah, think so they I think were outsourcing right. actors from the UK and then filming it in like somewhere like South Africa, and I won't name the brand because I'd probably get in trouble, but uh, they, um, uh, I, it was the first audition like I'd had out of drama school, and it was like, you'd be paid 10,000 pounds plus like 500 to do this Whoa. thing. And I was like, oh. It's downhill from fantastic. there, Fantastic, this is great. I'll, this, that's my year sorted. Obviously got like a recall and did not get it, and then saw the advert. What was the part you were gonna play in it? Um, I was gonna play one of the products running through a meadow. Person using product, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was a hippie version of this particular product running through a meadow, and uh, I didn't run through the meadow convincingly enough. You didn't have any lines; it was just running. No, I think it was like far out, man. I, I'd say that. Wow. Well, what could have been? What could have been? I wouldn't. Well, you, wouldn't you could be have appeared in the Super Bowl. Would not be here now. No, I'd be um. No. Up to my gills in cocaine. You'd be hosting Super Bowl parties, dining out on the story that you were once in a Super yeah, to be Bowl honest, for the rest yeah, of I your life. That, <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be loads of snacks there. I wouldn't, wouldn't be on this stupid podcast. So I think we will move towards the end, maybe just to, to get mm. the... Will, will, do you want to go first with your closing position? I think uh, I have the bold stance that like uh, structural racism and uh, early onset dementia are like bad things. And I, I don't think that they should be part of, of like one of the biggest events that's watched worldwide um i think that's bad uh, uh and i don't really care for american football and i don't think that's a very objective stance but it's the one i'm taking 
Um, I think all the stuff that Dex said about um, about sports and sports journalism and stories was really cool. I feel like it was sort of more of uh, the episode of, hey, is journalism a legitimate like? Um, but I think what he did when he spoke about that was probably make all the people who'd be on my side stop listening and all the people who are on Hugh and his side <laughs> go, oh, this is, this is starting to pick up this podcast. So I think I'm probably going to take a lot of flack mainly for my snack attitude that i just trying to create but i think i'm going to say that the super bowl is not a legitimate like and um and that's the end what a terrible why am i on this podcast why am i a co-host i can't produce i can't co-host There's we'll no find point. another role i, I have for no you. expertise you're the you're I the appendix should, of this one sir you're like you're like the kicker you're like the kicker will you know you won't get that as a non-american football fan but um Deck, we'll have a sandwich, so why don't you go next? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I do think it's a legitimate like, um, but I think like everything these days, you just need to switch off your brain sometimes and just enjoy something uh, in the middle of the old maelstrom of everything else in the world that's going on. So I, I'd encourage people just to watch the Super Bowl. Just pick a side, find a reason to care about somebody, look at all the funny names that people have, like laugh at the ridiculous things they do and um, laugh at whoever sings the national anthem, walk out for the middle of the uh, the halftime show if it's not your uh, buzz. Watch the ads where they will make trucks saying like they are America, like America might actually be a truck or possibly a gun. Um, but no, the Super Bowl is weird. It's a pageant. It's a festival. You should give it a go. You should enjoy it. And the day after you should think to yourself, feel kind of bad for the fact that I've just pumped more money into these billionaire machines in the same way that we walk out of the cinema after a Disney movie having really enjoyed it but actually thinking god these guys are problematic so just turn off your brain for 10 minutes enjoy it and uh and uh and join the text group about it so it's one all so I'm here to break the tie I had a couple of, uh, of, of very enjoyable Super Bowl experiences shortly after I started following uh, American football. The team that I picked completely at random uh, won the Super Bowl, which was very enjoyable. Um, I love watching American football. I, I have, uh, you know, I enjoy some of the, the narrative around it and I'll keep in touch with what's going on over the offseason. However, the Super Bowl is on very late at night, it's <laughs> too late. It, it's just too late and it goes on too long because they insist on putting people I haven't heard of to go out and sing in the middle of it and normally the teams that I want to win aren't in the Super Bowl and also you get a few bad games you know that's the other thing it's such a build up and so I I mean I feel I might be about to shock the listeners here and I really oh don't God. want to let down deck and I love American football. Never, never coming back. But I am going to say that the Super Bowl itself is not Whoa. a legitimate oh life. Oh my god! Oh my god! So outrageous. Shoo, no, shoo. Oh, false pretenses. <laughs> no one loses to Will on this show. I've listened. This is disgraceful. <laughs> oh my well, god! I, I don't Will. know why this is a victory. Yes. I like. <laughs> You're generally wrong. I think as well. Is that? I think is is that how I come across? I think in in fairness I suppose I I should say I brought Deck on to back me up here on American football because I knew Will would decide to hate it and ultimately I've managed to I've managed to betray Deck and uh, yeah love American football but no and I do also think it's obscene 
that people are spending $5 million for an ad that won't actually change anyone's mind about anything. Yeah, and not paying Will enough or casting him in it. So, Deck, I'm sorry. I mean, can we still watch football together, just not the Super Bowl because it's too late? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll text you the result in one half so that it's ruined for you before you watch your recording. That's what I'll do. I'll find a way. I'll stand outside your house holding the score up. It is actually a thing that on the day after this, or on the day of the Super Bowl, if I am recording it, I I go through all of my WhatsApp groups that might have someone who will say it. Oh, I'm going to absolutely rumble you next next time on Sunday. Me too. That's a challenge. If everybody Chal- could tweet list- you, text him. If any American listeners are here, really get in early, that'd be great. Listen, if that's the way that our <laughs> podcast gets big, I'm perfectly happy for that to happen. I was about to uh, be like, and you can text him and reveal your phone number. By the way, your phone number <laughs> off. So. Do not. I know you are. Please don't read it out. But I discovered my uh, my husband didn't know my phone number recently. So. I only know numbers of people from probably I'd say before 2006 yeah, yeah I know so many people's yeah. home numbers I know all the old numbers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and my mum sometimes would be like who's so and so's mum's what's their, what's their I know my line? dad's work number from when we were like kids <laughs> and you'd have to call them from school you know like my dad's work number to be like, I don't want to go to school. Can I go home? <laughs> when we st- when you started using web texts, you used to have to put in the number. And even though it would then load it up. So if you put in like 086, it would then, then try to autofill. But that's how I learned them. Yeah. Hugh, what is, what's the opposite of a late, an early adopter? Because you were, were that for web text. I mean, you were using web text up until quite recently, I think. Oh, yeah. I kept web text going as long as possible. In fact, I what's think... What's web text? Oh, well. You just send a text from the internet. Oh, could have worked that one out. Could have worked. It's like the opposite yeah. of the Super Bowl. It's explaining the name. <laughs> it was before before apps where you had free texting. It was basically when when texts cost. Yeah, when you had to. Each, that's why text talk developed, wasn't it? Because you had to keep your texts as short as possible. Yeah, that. But that's how you knew a relationship was real. Isn't like I'm going to send this person four texts in one day. That's nearly. And of world. course, you always <laughs> had to end it with WB. Right back, which is the most <laughs> desperate. I still do. Is that not okay? <laughs> or sometimes, please, please, WB, or don't WB. This is my mum's phone. <laughs> TB to my phone. <laughs> WB to my phone. Yeah, to, WB to my phone. WB to, to my phone, or in Hugh's case, like to my parents' computer. <laughs> but I, I've definitely. Who do you think I was texting? I've definitely seen you send a web text like recently. I mean, <laughs> you probably, probably, well, probably when we worked together, which is not that long ago, like five or six years ago, maybe. Yeah, so. I've seen you like log into a website to send a text. It's like, absolutely how important, true. How important could those texts have been? Well, clearly not important enough to spend 11 cent on them, but important <laughs> enough that I wanted to talk to someone. The most of them were probably to you. Yeah, a web text. That's a bit like, do you ever call me's or callbacks or what were they? Oh, uh, yeah, they yeah. never really took yeah. off though, did they? They? Did, they weren't great, yeah, because nobody likes talking on the phone. No, no. Oh, it's but nearly that, as bad as getting a voicemail. Oh but that was kind of like a, yeah. a smoke signal because it was a way of telling somebody you'd no credit. Mm. To, to send mm. me the call the call me or the callback or whatever, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I still buy credit for my phone. I'm Sorry. still on a pay-as-you-go phone. That's impossible. Yeah, I don't have a bill. That's impossible. So what, you have to go in and be like 10 euro away five. Well, you can do it through your online that banking now. There's no way you can but, see, yeah. you get the little card and scratch the phone. <laughs> what is this? No, you get a receipt now, Dex. It's, uh, 
I fucking yeah, Jesus genuinely. Christ. And how much do you buy at a time? Probably a five or something. Dude. <laughs> it's like, do you remember trying to get money out of an ATM? I mean, I say that on you. We did this in the last few years, trying to get fivers out of ATMs. No, yeah, I, I no, you buy twenty euro because that then gets me my data. Listen, that three, gets me my data. And three that still lets have a deal. Twenty euro a month, unlimited everything you need. And I can download as much Miami and how much, machine as how I like. How much are you paying on you? Are you paying sixty euro or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. We are we are definitely trying your patience today. I think it's time for us to uh, to get out of this madness. <laughs> well, Jack, thank you so much for coming on, and I'm I'm sorry that I I burst the bubble unexpectedly at the end. I hope you enjoyed being on the podcast. No, it's been fantastic. Um, Any time. Thanks for letting me ramble. I mean, it's been beautiful. I yeah. I think normally we'd we'd edit out a lot of the rambling, but I think hearing your very soft pleasant voice talking about like the story behind sport is just i think that's that's music to everyone's ears so no i think it, might, it might be something i believe in which is rare these days yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we, we got actual sincerity on the podcast which meant a lot you know thank you so much for coming on will thanks for coming on and telling us about the super bowl oh hugh you're so welcome it's nice to be the resident expert on the podcast for once Onya, thank you for fighting against all the odds to, to actually come on and produce this. It looked like You're it wasn't going to happen for a while. No. but no. Great to have you on. And Onya, I think someday we'll watch a Super Bowl together. All right. <laughs> the least enthusiastic. That just sounds like a threat. <laughs> Some, someday we will watch the Super Bowl together. Well, thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope... Well, actually, do we hope you're watching the Super Bowl this Sunday? It's not a legitimate like, so I guess you're not allowed anymore. Um, But hopefully we can get word to LA in time and they can can call it all off. And uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop and Kendrick Lamar will be on the episode next week uh, because there's nothing else to do. Apparently, Snoop, did you hear this deck that Snoop, uh, when the Patriots lost to the Eagles, Snoop was meant to play at their after party. And when they lost, he just didn't show up. He just didn't go. That's fair. That he was like, he was like, I just thought it was going to be such a downer. Um, yeah, well done. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, follow on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please tell your friends about it. Tell a friend to listen to the show. That would really help us an awful lot. And let us know what you think about the Super Bowl. Let us know what you think about Dex's lovely voice. Let us know what you think about what we should do next. And until the next time, it's goodbye from Deck. Goodbye from deck, yeah. Goodbye from Will. Super Bowl, more like Pooper Bowl. Goodbye. Bye from our producer, Anya. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.